Welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host. I'm Lloyd. Welcome, everyone. This is just another uh, update of what's going on uh, this week in AEW. And, uh, man, I can't wait until Revolution. Revolution is going to be probably one of the best pay-per-views I think we're going to get since, like, uh, uh, since like uh, uh, I was gonna say Bound for Glory, <laughs> Double or Nothing. Um, so it's like you know, All or Nothing, Double or Nothing. This was actually this is gonna be a crazy freaking pay per view. All I got, I got a few words for you guys. Exploding Bob Wire Death Match. That's the only thing that's in my head. That match, especially. It's basically going to be the main event that everyone's going to be waiting to see because there's they're setting it up. They keep they're building it as we're going every week about it, and it, especially Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega cut a great promo where he had some some welders in the in the back, kind of building the ring, the the death match, uh, the the exploding uh, the exploding barbed wire death match ring. They're actually. In there, they were in there welding and putting all the ring together, uh, this special ring together. It's gonna be, (laughs) it's gonna be phenomenal. I mean, John Moxley cut a great promo on top of it, and so did, uh, so did Kenny Omega for uh, the building up for this uh, great pay per view that's coming up in a week. Um, Next, uh, we also had some pretty good matches. John Moxley went against Ryan Nemeth. Uh, I don't know if you under, understand who that is. That is uh, Nick Nemeth's little brother, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler. Calls himself the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth. So I like him. He's okay. He's no Dolph Ziggler, but he's okay. I mean, he fits in with the, he fits in with the company. Um, then we also had Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage. Going against the Varsity Blondes. This was a really great match. Very physical match. Uh, to the point where I thought the, Vars- um, the Varsity Blondes were going to pull away with the win. This was very believable. No doubt. I gave them 110% on that. I thought Varsity Blondes was definitely walking away with a victory. But then uh, there was uh, a little bit of uh, distraction outside. Um, then uh, once Team Taz won the match, uh, there was a little uh, on the Titantron. You had winter was coming, so I was like, "Oh shit, here we go! Sting's coming back out again." Because all I saw was the snow. That's all you need to know. When you see snow, even in the summer, you're gonna know. All you need to know is Sting's coming. Start running. And so Sting was making his way down the ramp after the match was over. Uh, with this body bag because they were cutting a promo prior to the match with uh, Sting driving this truck, dragging a body bag with someone in it across the desert. Come to, come to find out that person was Darby Allen at the end of the video, at the, at the end of that vignette, and he was smiling when he got up out of that body bag, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. That was creepy. But, you know, that's just going to set up this match so much better. Oh, man, that was such a great match. One of the few matches to watch from last night, please. Varsity Blondes versus Team Taz. Then, uh, okay, winter is coming. Sting is coming to the ring. 
bam, he's dragging this, he's dragging a body bag. Here we go again. I was thinking to myself, is it Darby Allen in the Darby in the body bag? Why is he dragging Darby? He opens up the bag and it's Hook, Taz's son. I'm like, oh shit, he beat his ass and put him in that body bag. And then here comes Darby Allen coming down the zip line from from, <laughs> from the balconies of, of Daly's place, coming zip lining all the way down to the ring. That shit was awesome. Next thing you know, we had a brawl in the middle of the ring. Sting with his with his chops and his punches and his kicks and his chops and his punches and his kicks. I love Sting. It was old school Sting you saw right there. Him and uh, Brian Cage was going at it. Sting's not a small guy, man. Sting's like 240, 243, 244. He's not a small guy, so he should be able to... He should be able to fucking get so I feel a little bit of offense off a tat of a Brian Cage, man. Brian Cage is a big guy, but still, Sting is a legend. Adhere to Sting. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You gotta adhere to the Stinger. So that craziness happened. And then uh I we also got after so many years, we have I mean, other than the Sting and Triple H or Sting and Seth Rollins match I haven't seen a stinger splash in so long we saw a stinger splash we saw a scorpion death drop from out of nowhere ah it felt like WCW all over again it was awesome uh Miro and the newlyweds cut a little vignette with Tony Schiavone talking about how they're gonna get Orange Cassidy and Charles he calls him he doesn't call him Chuck he calls him he calls him Charles Taylor and um, how they're going to get them in this tag team match of Revolution. They're both, these two teams are going against each other. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Um, Merrill was great on the mic, man. He was great talking about Chuck. Uh, talking about how, hey, Chuck, hey, man, I'll forgive, but never forget, man. Come back. You can come back to me. I'm not worried about anything that happened before. I was like, holy shit, he's willing to get his butler back. This is pretty hilarious, man. But I don't think Charles is coming back. We'll see during the pay-per-view. Or actually next week's show before the pay-per-view. We still have one more show before the pay-per-view. So there we go. Brandon Color won against uh, Jake Hager and uh, lost pretty easily. Um, yeah, no problem with that. Then uh, the inner circle came in, attacked attacked Cutler. Then the Young Bucks saved him. Then Jericho and MJF attacked the Young Bucks. And then it was just like mass hysteria in the fucking ring. Um, yeah, so this whole inner circle thing is, I think by this tag team match, I think we're going to find out what's going to happen with the inner circle, this, uh, tag team title match that's coming up at Revolution, the Young Bucks versus MJF and Chris Jericho, either the inner circle are going to get involved and cost them the titles or they'll help them win the titles. But one way or another, Sammy so Guevara will be nowhere a part of this. But maybe Sammy will screw them of the titles. I think that's what's going to happen. And then they'll just ostracize Sammy, kick him. And then just actually, if him just not leaving, but him kick him out of the inner circle since he's already out. But Or kick his ass because he costed them the titles. I have a feeling Sammy Guevara will get involved in this match somehow, some way and somehow. And cause even more tension in the inner circle. Because I think they're all going to turn on Sammy anyway. But I mean, MJF is already like, he's got the wheels in motion with this whole him trying to like 
you know, set these guys up against each other. Like, we're going we're gonna to see. I can't wait till Revolution. That's going to pretty much, uh, everything's going to open up at Revolution. We're going to see everything come out. Uh, then we had Isaiah Cassidy versus Hangman Page with three and four at ringside. And Matt Hardy at ringside for Isaiah Cassidy. Oh, I don't know. I'm done with the Dark Order. But I guess um, them trying to pick up Hangman Page is still a thing for them. I guess that'll be the be- the best acquisition they get that they that they'll ever have if they get Hangman. So they are still have they still have hopes for getting them. Anna Jay is injured. Anna Jay had a shoulder injury. Uh, so unfortunately, I'm sorry guys, we won't be able to see Anna Jay in the ring and ladies. She's just a great talent. Um, she's only been in the she's only been in wrestling for a couple of years, and she's already has that fucking charisma that you know, not, not many women get when they get into the ring for an amateur. So I hope she has a speedy recovery and comes back into the fold really quick. Nala Rose, she went against Britt Baker. This was my number two match of the evening. Holy shit, I've never seen Nala Rose and Britt Baker have a match like this, and they're both heels. <laughs> I never Brett Baker pretty much played the pretty much like played the baby face in here. No Vicky Guerrero, so I don't know what happened to Vicky. Um, yeah, it was really weird not seeing Vicky Guerrero. This was a semifinal match uh, for the Women's Championship Cup tournament. Uh, so Nyla Rose won this match in a great fashion. She hit her. She hit Brick with two power bombs. Her arm was damaged the first time she did the first power bomb. So Brick kicked out of the first one. But Brick tried to do her, her finisher move, uh, that lockjaw. That it's like that. It's like that. Uh, that uh, rings of Saturn with the lockjaw. And and like and Nyla was almost. I thought Nyla was gonna tap, but she got back up again and powerbombed the shit out of her again the second time. Hit her with a second powerbomb to finally get Britt down for the three count. Britt was not going down without a fight in this match. This is the best I've ever seen Britt Baker. In the two years I've seen her in AEW, this is her best match. Her solidified. Even though she lost, this is her best match. She looked great. She looked strong. She didn't need Rebel in ringside, right? And sure, Rebel. You know, she got involved a little bit, but still, this was the best match I've ever seen Britt Baker on. This is another one you guys need to watch. And um, so the winner, so Nala Rose goes against uh, either Thunder Rosa or Riho on the next uh, round of the Women's Cup, uh, Women's Championship Cup tournament. So next week, we're going to have Thunder Rosa versus Riho. Whoever wins that goes against Nala Rose. That's going to be great. Then, here's the main event. Ray Phoenix versus Lance Archer. Winner moves on into, uh, winner moves on to the ladder match. It's a ladder match for a number one contendership. I think there's five or six competitors. There's only four at the moment. And Ray Phoenix just, uh, Ray Phoenix and Lance Archer are both fighting for this, for this spot into, the, uh, into this ladder match. This was another five-star match. Three five-star matches on one show. Amazing. Ray Phoenix put on the best show of his life, running around the ropes. It's Lance Archer. Lance Archer was selling all his moves. He was selling, he was selling, selling Ray Phoenix's move, and and likewise with Ray Phoenix selling Lance Archer's moves. Oh my God, I can't even explain the stuff that they were doing in this match. It's like all new. It's like 
it's like watching Triple R and New Japan just clash together. I'm sure they wrestled each other in the past, but this is why they probably had so much history, so much chemistry in the ring. And then in the end, when Lance Archer won the match, and he did win the match, by the way, there was much respect. He came back to Ray Phoenix and got a fist bump out of him because that was a lot of respect. Ray Phoenix got through that match. He almost won that match. He's believable, man. Ray Phoenix was in Lucha Underground. He was one of the best wrestlers in Lucha Underground. He was getting pushed like Rey Mysterio in Lucha. Now, look at him now in the big in the limelight. Now he's on a live TV show on you on TNT, live wrestling show, putting on the uh, putting on one of the best matches of his life, man. So yeah. Oh, the other com- oh so so far the other competitors for this ladder match. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. The other. Competitors for this ladder match so far are Scorpio Sky, uh, Pentagon Jr., Lance Archer, and and I believe yeah those are the exactly and then there's a few Pentagon, Scorpio, Lance Archer, and Cody. I'm sorry, Cody. Cody's the last guy. Those are the four that are in the ladder match right now. I believe there's got to be one more competitor for this ladder match, and now we're gonna have that next week. And this, uh, this is for a TNT championship shot. Man, what a show. What a show. I I never been. I mean, I first look up for a little while, I thought, you know, they were they were getting kind of flat with some or some with a couple shows, but man, they whenever the AEW has a pay-per-view the week of when they have a show the week of a pay-per-view, man, they they put out all the stops, man. That, the matches, the promos, the vignettes, everything. And they showed, this is how you build up to a pay-per-view. Not that generic WWE brand just putting up a show on by winging it the same night, the same week as a, as, as a pay-per-view. They're going to just wing all their plans that, that same day and trying to come up with something that same day instead of planning for it weeks before and putting on the show in a timely fashion that we could all enjoy. And we and you know we can enjoy it nostalgically. Well, you know, you guys enjoy the show. Watch the matches from last night, please. And if you guys have a message or anything about any one of these shows, a wrestler, someone you like, someone you hate, so uh, please, if anyone has a favorite match that they'd like to they like to talk about, please send me a message. I will gladly talk about any show any match that you love and i will talk about it openly this is um, that's what i like to do man you guys thank you so much for tuning in and tune in next week for revolution and um somewhere down down the line of that week i'll be there thank you all take care have a good night